hello, hello. Yo. Our faithful stoppies. We're back. We're back. Back so soon. We just keep coming. Hit I'm after coming. hit after hit. <laughs> what are we doing? Come as a drink. I'm coming. Hello. Come as a drink. Come as a drink. It is nutritional. Um, hi, everybody. It's so good. Um, I mean, what is in Ensure? Let's let's just ask that question real quick. <laughs> Uh, what is an insure? Is that is that cum? It could be. It is. I mean, there's a lot of co- protein and cum, right? And it's that's true. like all protein. So. That's what I'm saying. It might is not be Soylent, human cum. Is Soylent cum? Like, isn't there isn't there like bull cum and Red Bull? Like, isn't sure. that what taurine is? It's like a like extract from the testicles of a bull. I'm pretty sure it is. Google it. Well. I'm not going to Google uh, bull cum right now. Actually, Google we're, bull cum we're, we're right here. Now. We're Stop here to start a podcast. Pause the podcast. We're not pausing. Pause the podcast and <laughs> we Google. We have a lot to do today. Okay. <laughs> Google bull. We're cum. asking the important, hard-hitting questions. We will be starting our offshoot podcast. Come as a drink. The podcast where we will be <laughs> discovering what the fuck is in Insure or or Soylent. No, you know there is a, a or there is a cookbook for. Is it bull semen? Could be. There's a cookbook for cooking with cum, you know, like Jesus. it exists. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Should we make that a public access TV show? <laughs> 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 cooking with cum featuring Brenda. Okay. So here we are. <laughs> it's another week here in the uh, Make It Stop universe. Uh, if you haven't already, you can you can find us on iTunes and Podbean. I don't know where the fuck you find us on the side of the road, but um, we're here. Hey, Get used to it. You know, I realized <laughs> uh, when I, I've been listening to uh, some other podcasts recently, and I realized what we're not doing. That what are every, we not doing? That every other podcast does. We got to shill for our listeners to grade us five stars on iTunes. Oh my God! Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Listen, stoppies. <laughs> you know, we've Get been fucked we really sucking you off these last. Yeah, we uh, sure have these last five weeks, and you know, uh, we appreciate it for sure. But you know, show some appreciation to us. Rate us five stars on yeah. iTunes. Think about what Spread we're doing to ourselves yeah. for your perverse pleasure. A okay, little, a little bit of appreciation. We deserve. Six stars, all right? They haven't invented six stars yet. I still, have, I still have nightmares of Farrah Abraham. Jesus fucking just, Christ. I wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night. Just These are our last years on tuning. Earth because the world is definitely ending, and we're spending it listening to fucking Bruce Willis and 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 fucking Farrah Abraham. Like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? Give us five stars on all the things that you can give us stars on. Yeah. Okay? Just so we're clear. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on the thing. We're on the Podbean and Google Play and on Facebook, uh, Make It Stop. And we have a website that we're eventually, we're kind of buying the domain for pretty soon, eventually, sort of. You could also give us money, I guess. We, we'll set up that uh, yeah, feature in a future sure. in a future money. event. Yeah, give us money. You can money. always give me money. I can't guarantee it's going to go towards a podcast. But. Or like anything positive <laughs> at all. Um but yeah, but it was thanks to you guys. Again, we're here for another week, um, and we keep making the the terrible and tragic mistake of trusting you guys with, with any sort of responsibility because this is our British invasion. I'm sorry. This I'm I'm sorry. This is our British invasion week. Actually, I'm more Australian. What's your best British accent? Like? I've been doing the Paul Hollywood from uh, Great British Bake Go Off. Go ahead, give a me lot, a good one. And just like it's unapproved. It's overworked. Uh, got a good crunch though. Good crunch. Good, good crunch, a but good uh, crunch. the flavor's there. It's just a shame about the shape. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. That's right? what she said. All right, and. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh, Moving man. on. So we actually we have a very special and important guest that's yes. going to be joining us, an old pal, an old South Shore oh, yeah. compatriot and current hilarious human being um, and recent Anglophile. Uh, Dickie Stock will be joining us yeah. on, on the podcast today. Um, unfortunately, he seems not to have gotten the memo about when uh, or where to show up because here we are. And uh, he is—he's uh, not entered the still building. Still not arrived. Yet. He's not arrived. It's gonna be fashionably late, I suppose. It's, you yeah, know, as you do, as you are. The old South Shore entrance. I don't know. <laughs> it's an Irish a hello. It means it's you don't show up because you fucking <laughs> fell asleep in a puddle of your own vomit. <laughs> Whoops, you know, too close there. to if home. Find a nickel, find a nickel for every time. Too close to home. We're all Irish Catholics. Okay. We're all alcoholics. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. So, fuck that guy. Honestly, I'm uh, ready. Oh. He's basically dead to me. Um, no, I'm just kidding. He's a oh. funny person. He's no, a funny person. That, oh, my God. Wait, wait. Whoa. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Do we have a? Is there a, a phone call coming? In? Is <laughs> this making stop? On the Stoppies hotline. Call? All right. Uh, I guess I'll uh, pick this shit up pick for some up. reason. Hello. H hello. 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 Uh, who is this? Who the hell is this? Uh, it's Ian Ripkin. It's Ian Ripkin. <laughs> Wait. What the fuck? Oh, pardon. It's, it's my pardon. <laughs> We're not. We're not cool enough to have prank callers. Who the fuck are you? It's, it's, it's Ian Ripkin. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a friend of decades. Oh, you right? Wait, I know this guy. I'm friends with him on Facebook. He uh, he works at Build-A-Bear with Kim Stroop. The Build-A-Bear. I work at Build-A-Bear. I'm from England. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you calling it because it's a, it's a very special British Invasion episode? And it's, uh, so Dickie told me he was going to be like, I said, ain't, ain't that buzzy of you, mate? <laughs> and he said, well, he basically said, I'm in the carsy. I'm trying to get to the trolley. But I, I swear he's he stopped for taffy. Is this it's, my it's, uncle? You know, he's uh, like, so... <laughs> He's telling like Ricky's the Dickie Wait, stock this for taffy. Wait, sounds like my uncle. Dickie stock for taffy. Uh... Hey, I say he uh, he called me. He said, "Listen, Ian, I'm going to be late. It's a British invasion. I'm wondering if you call him a telly. And you know, uh, I said I call. I talked to the postmaster after a long chat. He about something allergic about having two bonnies for a package that weighed nearly a stone. <laughs> and I said. Okay. All right, mate. I said, uh, well, I have to stop. I have to stop at the chocolate shop uh, to get me toffee and me carrot, my caramels. And all right. Uh, I said, it's very much rubbish. What are they doing, Scott? He said, they're doing Elton John. I said, Elton John. You mean Sir Elton John? Oh. You mean as or as we call him in Wolverhampton? We call him Sir Ellie Johnny Wazzy Butty. <laughs> and uh, I'm from England. Well, um, so it's Sir LT Johnny Wazzy Butty. Yeah. That's, the, okay. that's a proper he's native sticky, pronunciation. He's got sticky fingers. He's a cheeky monkey. <laughs> so, Wait a second. Are you a fan of Elky Jonky Wookie? Well, Ellie Johnny was he buddy? <laughs> sir, sorry, uh, sir, sir Elsie Johnny was he buddy? Sir, so uh, I, I am, I am, but it's a lot of humdrummery. It is. 
Uh, mm. I got a bit buzzy listening to it, and uh, but I go to the pub with me mates for a few points, and we watch some the football match, and uh, I, I will put on from time to time maybe Donnie's song, or okay. we'll put on old Rocket Man. Although you know, in in uh, Britain, we don't have rockets. Oh, what do you have? I'm sorry, what, what do you what do you what? We you have tea. We don't have a NASA. That's right. Yeah, you've never. So England has never gone to space, hard. have they? It's a, bit, it's a bit hard for me to listen to Elton John sing about d- different buzzy bottoms and different uh, shiny uh, gauze bottoms. Well, it, it, it reminds you I, of. I, I listen. I'm just a shopkeeper. Ian, next time I come in to build a bear, because you know I'm a regular. If I come in, uh, will you make me in honor of this episode a a, 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 a teddy? Of uh, Elton John in a uh, in a Donald Duck uh, costume. If I tell you this, if you bring in some quid or pounds, I will. <laughs> okay, thank you for clarifying that. Uh, uh, half of my pension goes to the the Royal Air Force. You have. You know. To. You know what? Uh, what do they say? Who dares wins? Is that right? Who dares wins? Excuse me. That's the like the British Air Force thing. Who dares wins? No, I don't think you know what you're talking about then. Mike. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's put another Wait. shrimp on the So, bottom. okay, so is is, 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 Dickie? is Dickie Stock going to be coming to help us review this terrible, atrocious, fucking narcissistic... I think he's, I think he's on his way then. Uh, uh, okay. But uh, I, might, I must be going. I've got some tea on the kettle. Uh, as you do. And, uh, as you do. I've got some boiled dinner. How many? Ice. How many hot toddies I, I have, have to you drink you, I just, tonight? I just, I just bought some crisps and some dinner. Cream. Wait, are crisps? <laughs> uh, are crisps? Uh, crisps are, are French fries, right? Or no, they're, they're chips. They're biscuits. Coffee and So fish. biscuits are cookies, right? Are they? Are they trolleys? Or bread. Uh, yeah, you sound so the, fuzzy. Right the now. man has to go. He's trying to cook okay, his biscuits. Right. <laughs> Drink his tea. He's, don't make. His... Well, I'm from England. And have a great, have a great night. Well, Ian, we're chuffed to have you on the line. And uh, it's been a pleasure, I guess. Thanks, I guess love. hopefully uh, Dickie gets here soon so we can. Yeah, actually, the show. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right. Tally ho. Bye. Tally ho. Jesus fucking Christ! I don't know uh, what the what the nonsense is. What is what is that? Sorry, uh, he's here. Oh my goodness! He's there. Sorry, he's here. Wait a second. Dicky, you know Ian Rimkin just called in. Oh, I know Ian. Yeah, from Build a Bear. Yeah, he's a he's a friend. What a guy. What yeah, a he's a good what guy. A just a friend or a yeah, friend you know, with benefits? Friend. He does he have any benefits though? Uh, How many benefits does he have? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything. He, I don't know. Hey, what we he have says. comedian Dickie Stock <laughs> here, <laughs> all the way from Alston. It yeah. seems, seems sure took you long enough, huh? I know. I know. Yeah. You well, weren't even taking the MBTA. Well, I stopped to get some toffee and some crisps. <laughs> That's what Ian said you would be getting. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. I guess those stories just match up so well yeah, that there's know, no, it, it's, nothing it to question bullshit. there. That, yeah. That's true. It was wow. True facts. So many alibis here. Like, like you know. That Larry Nabisco was watching La Femme Nikita. Well, that that he was. I mean, <laughs> yes, I mean, so I, to speak. I, I don't know if you want to get into it. Well, I, 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 got a whole lot I to was talk just talk about because it's uh, 
fact. Well, I mean, you know. He was watching La Femme Nikita. Um, people will argue. So his wife was murdered on January 13th, 1997. And, uh, or January 12th, 1997. God. La Femme Nikita premiered January 13th, 1997. So a lot of people, who's fucking so a lot of people are, are saying, okay, well, this, this time's an illusion. This, the time doesn't match up. He had a screener because he worked for Nickelodeon Magazine. Exactly. Everybody knows that. Okay, as long as you, uh, I just, I feel so bad for the guy because people are, People are pointing the finger at He's him. He's had a rough life. Yeah. Well, so at least if, yeah, if you if you guys if you guys want to um, follow these uh, these folks uh, escapades, uh, you know, Larry, Kimmy, Kent, Ian, Grawl, Gordon, 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 Gordon. We all Gordon's been quite are, a hit in these troubling times. These are good friends of ours, and he you says know, what we're all thinking. These are good friends of ours, and I I think even if you don't know them, their Facebook pages are, are yeah. definitely worth a follow. It's true. It's true. So we, but we should really talk about you, Dickie Stock, our our local friend, our local friend and comedian and funny guy. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm what, right. what are you up to these days, funny what guy, pal? Uh, I'm doing a bunch of uh, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Honestly, you're doing I haven't a great done job. much. I'm you the, went to LA and here you are. Went to LA for six months. Can we just that shit talk miserable. LA for half LA an hour? LA is the shittiest fucking place. Fuck uh, yeah! You've ever visited. <laughs> Speaking is, my language. It is uh, everything bad you've ever heard about it. And the worst. Um, yeah, the Mexican food's not good. Oh, Wait, yeah, that's all, right, right. all right, all right, all right. Tell me about this because I can't believe you. I can't believe you. I can't believe you on this one. I'm not gonna agree with you on this one. I just can't. One hundred percent, way fucking better. Stop it. Now, I, you're, stop you're it. fucking with people with this, right? I am Make like, it not. stop. I actually I'm believe serious. this. If you get the best burritos in Los Angeles, are at Chipotle. <laughs> okay, listen. Right. We I think we can universally <laughs> agree that the West Coast has terrible pizza. It's the worst pizza is, in uh, in the country. I found a few places that were pretty good. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you, dude? Like, are you just trying to be obstinate? Listen, here, it's really hey, bad. He, he, this is his lived experience. All right, okay. You know what? You never lived in L.A. I have been to. I have been to the West Coast. Okay. Yeah, I went to L.A. I drove through L.A. Can I tell you my experience driving? through LA I put my arm out the window like a cool kid and by the time I was out of LA I put my arm back in the fucking car and it was covered in soot that's my experience with LA (laughs) that's why I never stopped there so point being I did have some really excellent Mexican food on the west coast and everything you eat here is basically Salvadorian but it's still delicious but it's Salvadorian okay then you know what I fucking hate Mexican food Salvadorian (laughs) food is great (laughs) (laughs) we don't have a lot of Mexicans in Massachusetts. I'm just saying. You know what? We have Puerto Ricans and Dominicans and Salvadorians. Mexican food is bland. What? Salvadorian food is fantastic. (laughs) I mean, for real, dude. Because here's the thing. (laughs) Here's my thing with burritos around Boston, and we can get off topic on this because the album we're we're doing is seven songs. It's seven (laughs) songs, and and like they didn't put any effort into it. So why should we put effort into fucking talking about it? Jesus Christ. Uh, we'll get there. (laughs) <laughs> but my whole thing with uh, with East Coast burritos is, like, I've had a lot of good ones. Um, but if you go to, like, East Boston, where you would think you would get, like, some, like, real legit authentic shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so many of the burrito places there, they put... Um, Peas and carrots in the rice. Oh, I'll take that. All well, no! <laughs> yeah, get the no. fuck out of here. But carrots do not belong in a burrito. Here. Get the fuck I'll out of it. here. Get the it. fuck out of here. If there's carrots in the burrito, We're done. I can't bear it. In the I, eat, I also eat 
fucking peanut butter and spaghetti sandwiches. So. What the <laughs> do you fuck? Really? I do. No, you don't. <laughs> I stop do. it. With, yeah, it's really, it's actually really great. Yo, this isn't like <laughs> double dare. This is your life. <laughs> no, but you, you guys, do you know um, Terry Rozier from the Celtics? His favorite snack is a um, is a spaghetti and ranch sandwich. Jesus fucking. That doesn't Christ. sound too bad. What the he puts, fuck? He is puts wrong like with leftover you? spaghetti with the How sauce. How old are you? With ranch, and then he puts How old are and he you? puts sugar on top of it, and he eats it in between Jesus two slices of white bread. Christ. That sounds pretty good. I'd probably do that. Sounds better than a burrito from Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hot takes. It's not like anybody from Los Angeles has listened to this podcast, Uh, so sorry, not sorry. So I guess to get into it, would you rather eat a a burrito from Los Angeles or listen to Victim of Love by Elton John? One more time. Well, I don't know. (laughs) They're both, they're equally as good as one another. Although, Victim of Love has uh, eight minutes worth of disco Johnny B. Good. That's true. That's true. We got to get into this. That is true. All right, listen. Okay, before we go into this, I have a few general notes about this album, okay? Um, The number one thing, which is something that me and and Dickie were talking about, uh, you know, theoretically when we were talking about this album, was um, that Elton John didn't write any of the songs or play piano or keyboards, okay? It's, he, like, it's like asking Picasso to like make a work of art but not use any of his body parts and maybe just have him make a fucking music video instead. Like, it, it doesn't... Why would you have the things, the two things that you're most famous for, yeah. not... You just wouldn't do them i didn't know that he didn't play the, he didn't play piano on this record no i know he doesn't write any songs he did, and he well, didn't he writes, play piano or keyboard he writes music he never wrote any of his own lyrics he had a lyricist named i think bernie topin yeah yeah but bernie topin didn't write the lyrics on this album either that would explain it Stick i think bernie so topin. this is what he i probably got like an I, eight-year-old to write the lyrics <laughs> so i was saying that is this is there such a thing as an alan smithy record and i think that this is it do you know what you know what Alan Smithy is, right? Yes. Do you know? No, I'm dumb. Oh, it's okay. We're gonna educate Dickie. So no, listen. We we just have gone far, far deep down in the gross fucking intestines of terrible art mm-hmm. for a long time. So mm-hmm. Alan Smithy is like a classic, yeah. um, like reference in bad mu- bad movies. Yeah, it's actually like the official thing you do. Like if you are the director or writer of a movie and you don't want people to know that you did it. Like you're so pissed with how it turned out that you don't like, or your like you're on so it. embarrassed uh, okay. that you were a part of it. So all of our names when we credit this on our iPod and <laughs> our I, iTunes fucking upload later yeah. um, is, is Alan Smith. You write your name as Alan Smithy, and that's if you ever see a movie and anything is credited to Alan Smithy, it means that that person did not want to put their okay, name I think on the thing. Read that. Like David okay. Lynch's Dune, I think he he it was actually an Alan Smithy. Uh, an Alan Smithy. I, I so I this is like an Alan Smithy or record. I think it was he the, wasn't the Doom, even like directors. Or, I don't know. Elton John the peak of his fucking popularity like really like killing it out in the world and he and and, you know obviously because of he's an incredibly accomplished lyricist and keyboard and piano player decides to do well 
All right, come on. Rocket Man's a great fucking song. Bernie Taupin wrote those lyrics. I'm saying. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. He didn't okay. know, but he wrote Never. the music. He wrote okay, the music. whatever. Point being, He wrote, yeah, like, keyboard. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road on a two-day Coke binge or something, the whole I album. I guess that's why they call it the blues. Like, come on, dude. Like, okay. So, anyway, these are not those things. This is an Alan Smithy record because he wouldn't fucking put his name or put any of his responsibility on any of these elements. Just gotta say it. Um... The other thing is, like, the cover of the album, which is just, like, Elton John with his eyes closed. Yeah, no, it's Elton John <laughs> in sunglasses, like, with his eyes closed. And it actually... Re- so, like, like why do you need... First of all, why do you need sunglasses if your eyes are closed? Well, That's, like, I, when, I, 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 when I'm, like, fucked up at a party and I, like, don't want to, like, be lame and go to bed, but I obviously want to fall asleep, so I put sunglasses on. I just assume it's, like, coke. Cocaine yeah. related? Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say. I was okay. actually going to say my whole theory on this thing uh, is that this is like uh, just a, a Coke dream. Yeah. A Studio 54 <laughs> Coke dream. Yeah. And this is what happens when you actually make a Coke dream come true is it's bad. Oh. You know, because this was uh, what's the name of the fucking producer true. on this shit? I thought I thought it was a reference to the fact that he thought he could make hit records with his eyes closed. You know what it, <laughs> sounds, like? You know what it sounds like? It sounds like they got like those like crazy microphones they put on like submarines and they just like put it next to his head when he like fell asleep after like a seven day coke binge and like that was just like the sounds coming out of it. <laughs> like boo, 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 boo. it is a dumb that's record. that's it yeah it's very dumb it made us all dumb I yeah think... or or maybe he just fell asleep like the rest of us <laughs> over the course of this one. i think he did but i think the reason that he was even doing this in the first place and you know this is some you know tinfoil hat shit here <laughs> but uh people lot the producer on this he was a big deal disco producer he worked with you know shalimar he worked with tina turner he he did hot stuff that song i got some hot stuff baby this evening i know i'm very uh, flat uh but i swear to god you know elton john used to hang out at studio 54 that was the thing to do in the late 70s everyone was doing it a shitload of coke Every, you know Jim, jimmy page was there was this 13 year old kept like a uh, child slave <laughs> kidnap victim uh it's fine but uh i what? think that elton john went to studio 54 he was on just doing crazy coke with people lot and people lot was like i don't know if he's british or not but i'm gonna give him a british accent he was like elton we have to get you on a disco record it's the biggest thing right now we have to get you on the disco record and Elton was like yes fucking yes absolutely we're doing it yes absolutely yes do I have to do anything <laughs> no this is the greatest okay, idea great. that either of us has, has ever had we'll make ten times more money than hot stuff we'll make ten times more money than rocket man do I have to do anything at all no I just need to show up I don't know <laughs> that I think he was probably so psyched about it and then like some shit like maybe he signed a contract maybe he like maybe they fucked and like it was weird I don't know, but like somehow people out was like, you said you were going to do this disco record, and Elton John had to be like, fine. Is, fine. is this his only disco record? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. 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 I mean, I if I was him, I would have probably tried again. I would have been like, all right, that was, <laughs> we obviously fucked up the first time. There's a lesson to be learned here. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think? Should we get into this? The, those are my notes. Um, all right, so let's get on into it. We're going to start with this inexplicably eight minutes long oh yeah cover of johnny be good if you really originally wanna... by chuck berry and now if ruined 
forever. Go ahead, Mike. Say yeah. your thing. I was just going to say, if you want to set your best foot forward, you start your album with an eight-minute-long disco cover of Johnny Be Good. That's how you win him over. <laughs> well, let's see if it works. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> it yep. seemed like it seemed like to me he was trying to like make some sort of point by <laughs> choo- <laughs> like choosing that song to like cover. Uh, like first I, song on the album. Yeah, the Let's, first song on the album. It was almost just like oh, set okay. Set the tone. I, I, like, set the tone. You know me for like this kind of like rocky you know stuff, and uh, it's all over now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the oh, song yeah. with me. You know. Oh, maybe. I, I, don't I, didn't, I didn't. I don't. I didn't think as much thought was put into it. I just figured that they only wrote 26 minutes of material for the album, <laughs> and they like, said, "What are we gonna well, do? Let's do an eight-minute Johnny Let's Pico give it cover. a shot because it's easy. It's three chords." Yeah. I, I said, um, "This is Bennigan's salad bar music." <laughs> like, just that's it. Jo- jo- more like Johnny B. Fine. Yeah. It's not <laughs> Johnny B. There. It's it's pretty stupid. I don't. I, I'm like struggling to come up with things to say about it, but it's like really just so dumb. There's like not a whole lot of explanation that can go into it, or like I try, I'm trying to like analyze it. It's an eight what minute long version fucking of fucking head. Johnny. Be good. It's a, thing, let's, it's just, just, let's just get with it that just loops part. Over and over again, and the yeah. whole thing. It just go sounds like, Johnny, go. It just sounds like uh, they. <laughs> it sounds like to me the producer was like alright to the session musicians this is right. we're gonna do Johnny Be Good what do you think it would sound like they're like and then just the first thing that they played it was like stupid and corny and he's like perfect and they're like well that was that's not what but we make it slower do it. and less danceable please, <laughs> please 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 slow it down Dude, this was a Chuck Berry fucking song. Okay, Chuck Berry's version of the song is perfect. It's literally the it's it's the perfect encapsulation of like rock and of like original rock and roll at its best. But let's redo it and just make it sound like a fucking intro to a '90s sitcom. Like, let's just do that. Like, why would we do that? It's not a good idea. What I think happened. My only explanation for this is that. Elton John was sitting at home, and he got a phone call, and he picks it up, and on the other line, it was like, Elton, Elton, hey, it's me, your cousin, Marvin, Marvin John, you know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, I think I found it. No, it's bad though. It has. I, I actually. It's one of the only songs I listened to back in extra time. It is the only song I listened to back in extra time. Just because I was trying to wrap my head around like, it was so forgettable. But I was like, how is this eight minutes? Yeah. And what it I discovered. Really is. How? What were the Lulu songs that were eight minutes long? I don't know. I think we maybe we can have a contest to see which is, which song has less fucking least substance. Listenable. <laughs> least listenable. In eight listenable. minutes, this or any song from Lulu. I went into work today, and the first thing I said to the like the people I work with was, uh, "Do you want to hear something really long and really stupid?" <laughs> and, uh, and I, I just played great that, start. and like no one thought it was funny, and I didn't really expect anyone to think it was funny. It was just like dumb. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's so dumb. So but you the- guys understand. Yeah, now you all get it. It's yeah. all of this shit is just fucking dumb, and it's making us dumber as yeah. we speak. Well, I I, fi- I I wanted to know how it was eight minutes. When I realized it's eight minutes, because it has a saxophone solo, a guitar solo, and a bass solo. And they repeat two of the verses. Yeah. Um, yep. A lot of solos I, on this record. It ha- yeah, and like not like anything that you'll ever remember from the solo. <laughs> no. Like it's no. just like. It was, yeah, it just it was, feels. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say it sounds like they, the goal was filler. Yeah, and it's the first song. It's the first song on the album. It like, wasn't even discussed in a way of like, all right, we need to fill some space. It was just like, oh, let's really just f- filler. Let's just <laughs> make this like not good, but also take up time. But yeah, and it's but, sad but, that they yes. realized the filler song was the exactly. best one and put it at the front of the album. Yeah. You know? yeah, yo, that implies that there was any sort of psychology between any of the decisions being made here. Like, yeah. I think they just kind of fucking sloppily like threw this shit together. Like, it was this again. Like you said, this is a coke dream made real, and it has about as much follow through as a coke dream yeah. made real. Like, who the fuck knows? I mean, I think they could have thrown dots at the wall. It might have been. He might have been trying to cash in on. Disco, but I feel like disco was already dying in 1979. I know it's like making a, it's like Elton John making like a Kiss album, or like the Clash making a Kiss album. You know, <laughs> Kiss made a disco record, and they kind of, uh, you know, oh, wow. I, I like I like Kiss disco. Oh my god, Kiss, yeah. stop. Kiss, Kiss did disco better than Elton John, I think. Jesus, I was, made for, Listen, I was made for. Listen, we're definitely gonna be doing. Song. Actually, we're gonna be doing a Kiss uh, album. Pretty Is it the soon. disco one? You should do whatever the last. No. This record is because I guarantee it's the shitty. Um, oh, they're all really bad. No, the one that we're doing is with Hugh from Power Slut, and we're going to do. Are we telegraphing uh, our moves here? We shouldn't. Listen, yeah. okay, well, okay, there's going to be there's gonna be some exciting stuff coming up that we'll talk to you about. Can I throw in one kiss anecdote? Just, I know. Yes, yeah. is that done. Fuck, yeah, of course. Fuck up the format. No, no who I cares? Just, this is my favorite, like, kiss story ever. Okay, please tell us. I'll tell it quickly. Uh, so my cousin went and saw. Kiss a few years ago, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with Paul Stanley's stage banter, but it's like really stupid. It's just a lot of "Hey, people!" <laughs> but uh, so they're putting out a record, and he gets up on stage. And he goes, uh, "This next one's off our album that you can buy exclusively at Walmart," <laughs> and everyone goes, "Boo!" <laughs> and uh, Paul Stanley just goes. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know I just had to throw that. Oh, that's really, <laughs> that's, that's really cute, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's I can see him there in his little star makeup. Yeah. Um, I know, I know. I will say this without spoiling like too much. We have uh we have the next two months of our podcast completely booked with like incredible guests. Yeah, it's some really really ridiculous it uh, albums. Um, it's all thanks to you guys. But again, you guys gave us this album to review, so maybe I take it back. Okay, so, so what? Heather, I mean, I feel like I don't know. Maybe this is pulling back the curtain too much. But you were telling me you don't think this album is is bad enough. No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Parts of it are downright danceable. <laughs> so, I mean, now, if you see, think about it, this is like this is like. Return of Bruno bad, which wasn't that bad. It was like embarrassing, and that's how I feel about this whole album. It's like it was an embarrassment that like everybody would rather like forget. All right, well, 
which doesn't necessarily know. translate to like broken side, like abrasive, no. like horrific, like like atrociously unapologetically bad. It's not offensive. Without any, without yeah, with I would argue without even like the like the pretense of pretending to be embarrassed by it. Like those motherfuckers stand by their man, and that's. That's truly terrible. <laughs> I would argue that, like, it is offensive in its way, though. Like, I don't think this is offensive to my ears. It's not making me as angry and uncomfortable as, like, Broken Side or Farrah Abraham did. Uh, but it is, like, offensive to my sensibilities. That is true. I think it's, like, so dumb that Elton John did this fucking album. It is really dumb. All right, let's, okay, we gotta go. Let's get we gotta move two. on. We gotta move on. So we have another song. Um... That is called Warm Love in a Cold World. world. I, I think that's the like that's key that it's in, but honestly, I couldn't tell you. So uh, this is Warm Love in a Cold World off of, what's this album? Victim of Victim Love. Victim of Love. And I'm pretty sure it just repeats itself for three minutes long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that song, they recorded, like, 30 seconds of it and then just, like, looped it over yep. and yes. over and over and over. Definitely. <laughs> Which, I don't know. It sounds like, to me, when I was listening to it, it just made me feel like I was on drugs. So I appreciated it, like, in that way. Yeah, it, free it's drugs. Just, Thanks, Elton. Yeah, it's just, it, like, it's weird. It makes me feel, like, a little uncomfortable listening to it. It's got that icy little bleepy. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I don't know, the chime effect. I don't know what you'd even call it. But uh, I don't know. This one is okay. It's not, like, a good song. <laughs> I don't think like, it's good. It's it's how quickly you become desensitized to bad music in this, in this podcast, right? I do think that I will say the bass line on this song and on a it's couple a of Seinfeld, songs. It's a Seinfeld synth. It's a pretty it's tasty a Sein- little lick. No, yeah. it's a fucking Seinfeld intro. Yeah. Whoever the bass player is on this record, he, he takes a couple of, the, couple of the lines for a walk and he, you know, he brings them back. Yeah. But, uh, he, really does. he has them home before ten, and uh, I appreciate that kind of kind of thing. That respect. Yeah, he's got some magic fingers. That one. Yeah, it was some magic fingers and some lazy ass rhymes. Okay, this whole fucking like world and girl. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna rhyme a city, time. A city with... boy and a city girl together in a city world. Right. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't even know I wasn't looking at the lyrics, but I knew that yeah, that was that gonna bad. be that predictable. Um, it's like I was saying, like this is like Elton John, like is performing the entire soundtrack of Xanadu, yeah, and it's like John at its at his best. But like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, technically, technically, like technically, I do love Elton John. Love so like, Elton technically, John. I love both of those things, but I do not love this. Like, I don't. I love Xanadu uh, because it's a fucking mess, and I love Elton John because. He's incredibly talented and a fucking mess. A bit like a glorious, glamorous, like, fucking Rocket Man mess, you know? Like, I can get behind that kind of mess. I can't... This is a lazy, lazy mess. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, we can, we could do better, sir. You've yeah. been knighted. Like how, You've been how knighted. How you didn't walk in to, like, listen to these tracks before, like, laying down the vocals or whatever and just been like, you know, I... 
uh, you know, I wrote Yellow Brick Road. It's yeah. like, should I be doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. He wrote that whole album on, like, a crazy Coke binge. Like, and it's, that's out, that album is, like, it's Lulu a, length. Y- yeah. And uh, it's, like, good. It's really good. But I don't. I don't listen to a lot of Elton John, I, but the thing, like, he's not like my favorite artist or anything. But I, I understand what's good about Elton John. I love Elton John. But no- I love Elton John. Nothing that's good about Elton John is detectable on Victim of Love. No, no. He's no. not really use. He's not really using his pipes. He sounds like he's like you know saving his voice for a performance the next day. He's not right. really. He's, he's not, not showing any sort of emotion, right? And that's like his whole big thing is he like, kinda, is he, like communicating his like angst and like emotion and like fucking you know, um, like absurdity and glam ridiculousness through his piano playing, and yeah. he's not even doing any of those things. Yep. It seems like he just did it for the money, and to me, that's really pathetic. And I just like to go out. <laughs> And say, uh, if Elton John ever hears this, I just think you're fucking pathetic. <laughs> I think that's like. I don't think it even made any money either. This was like. No, one it of his didn't worst do well. Albums. It didn't I do well. I bet he made money somehow. But, a, you know, also a bad He ba- definitely bet... snorted any of the profit yeah. that he made from this album off of the surface of this album. <laughs> yeah, this is. This is... He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Elton John. Yeah. All right, listen. Should we get on to the next one? All right, sure. Yeah. This one is, is oh, born bad. This one's called Born Bad. I'm really scared, Elton. No Seinfeld since. <laughs> I love any bass line where it goes. Bling. Bing. That right there. That's the hallmark of great bass playing. Bing. There Listen, are... <laughs> Bruno <There's>... returned. <laughs> There's 7.5 billion people on this earth, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Something like that. Do you think, like, anyone likes that fucking song? <laughs> that song is so fucking boring and stupid. <laughs> like, I was born. Whenever like like low hanging fruit like Nickelback or whatever, you're yeah. always like, oh, how do people like this or whatever. But some people whatever. really go but hard people, for so Nickelback. I, yeah, yeah, I get it. I know people who like appreciate it for what it is. This, it's just like, I don't know. Why did you make that born bad? It's just like that's like a boring. <laughs> it's a boring song. Yeah, it's like hard to even. Boring, call boring bad is yeah. actually how you pronounce the song. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing <laughs> about this album. Like. Who, who did he think he was like pleasing with? <laughs> like it's not dis like disco fans aren't gonna be like oh shit finally Elton John's getting in the disco game. This yeah. is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, dude. Elton John fans aren't gonna be like oh finally Elton John's getting in the disco game. They're yeah. fucking pissed about this. Yeah. Like this is this is the audio equivalent of Elton John trying to be attracted to women. Yeah, it's like oh it's disco. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, he did get married. Uh, did he have a better time being married to a woman or recording this album I don't know did we have a better yeah like how are our lives now um we were born bad guys it's so dumb this is like Sally Jesse Raphael intro music you know like it's if it's so unconvincing he's like this brilliant songwriter and if like 
any of my friends made this record like note for note it was just like it sounded exactly Bold. like what we have now Bang. i'd be like this is not and this is just like a a, a random friend my neighbor my like 10 year old niece could have made this record i've been like this isn't good even for you stop like, it this is dumb yeah this is boring and stupid would you make this like it, I don't know. I'm sure some of his friends must have expressed concern after they heard this album. Like, I but he, I feel like he knows it's bad. He doesn't give he a shit. He does exactly. There's no. He has the good sense to like no harmonies, pretend there's this no didn't exist. There's no backup vocals. Like, there's no thought put into this. No soul. Like, no. he doesn't give a fuck about. Like, yeah. it's very audibly just a bunch of session musicians playing what you know. By the numbers, perfunctory disco. Yeah, yeah. So I'm having like yeah, it's, so it's, it's Bruno like, returned. <laughs> I had I had like notes written out. I left some in my car like a like a dope, but I uh, <laughs> I had notes written out and like I was looking at them. I'm like these notes are not even all the, all they say is like this song is stupid and boring. <laughs> <laughs> this song is dumb and stupid. <laughs> you used up all four of your yeah, adjectives it, already. It, literally, it's just the it's just the four adjectives. <laughs> I will say, like, the only positive thing, the best thing I can say about this album is that sometimes it reminds me of Mega Man music. <laughs> sometimes yeah, it sounds like it was on the return of Bruno. That's, that's kind of spot on. I, I imagine if, like, I imagine it in, like, 8-bit, eight, eight you know, s sine waves, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I don't like this, but I might like that. Yeah. If this was 8-bit, it would be, like... Way fucking better. Yeah. <laughs> get on the. Yeah, Carbia. Uh, our boy Carbia's gonna get on the. Uh, uh, make a, a, a chiptune version of this album. We're working on it. We're working on it. Nobody asked for it. We're already working on it. It's like basically done. Um, okay, so we're gonna. I feel like it's time to move on, right? It's yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. We were born bad and we'll die fine. That's the. <laughs> That's how this this album is going. Okay, so this next song is called Thunder in the Night. I bet it's it's gonna be special. No, it's just the same song as oh, the wait. other ones. <laughs> oh here we are. But picture it eight bit. Pretty good. Either one? Do 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 do. Is it recording when we the songs play? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. know it's recording now. Here we are. But uh, <laughs> here we are. So yeah, we talk over the songs. We talk over oh, the songs because right. I mean the fucking song it's sucks. Really... Well, like it's dumb. that song, you know what it sounds like to me? The thunder and the night <laughs> sounds like to me. He's talking about hardcore fucking. <laughs> it, it does. It, like. I think that's what it. What else could it mean? He's 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 shoving his Thor hammer he's talking into about hardcore <laughs> fucking beautiful women. Oh, only women, of course. Just tons of at the time. <laughs> but fucking <laughs> women just, left and right. Just making that thunder clap. Yeah. In yeah. the night. Yeah, this song, that's a song about fucking. He Damn. rhymed. He rhymed this time with. This time in this song, <laughs> just so we're all on the same page, just so we're all clear. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like it when people do that. It's lazy and it's so lazy that it adds a weird element to it. It's just like I don't care that I'm dumb. I I used to like when Dipset <laughs> Dipset used to do it like on purpose, I, and people they were like, 
hated on for that, but mm-hmm. I, I liked I liked when the end of every single line in the song "boy" was the word "boy." Yeah. Well, the, you know what? But the not pe- even them saying "boy," just the sample of a woman going "boy." Oh, oh boy, oh boy. Perfect example of that is. Uh, ODB doing uh, I don't have no problem with you fucking me, but I have a little, a little problem, problem with you not, not fucking, fucking me. me. That's a great line. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's great. So, that's better than any of the lyrics in Thunder in the Night. Uh, For sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, stop giving Thunder in the Night any sort of credit, dude. This. Well, I I like it because to me, and I don't I don't do cocaine, but <laughs> I really just just once. But I I I remember that night. I was a crisp seventeen year old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't get lucky, but I can imagine being all coked up yeah. and walking through a club and hearing thunder in the night and like hearing that song and just being like, Instantly. yeah, I'm all coked up. Yeah, the song's about fucking. And <laughs> it sounds like it could be. A, it sounds like it starts off like it could be know. a Daft Punk track. It I, could be. I, I really it could disagree. be. I no, I, just... I actually put this in my notes for this song that like. It's really not working for me. That I, I see that he's trying to do that. You know, he's trying to... Every fucking disco song is about fucking and cocaine. Like, they're all about fucking... Unless this one's just about meteorology. But this one, I don't know. Did I say that right? Meteorology. Good job. Meteorologist. All right, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> meteorologist, Al Caprillion. I don't know. I just think, like, disco... Like... This whole album's kind of cheesy, but disco is always cheesy. But I think it works in its cheesiness because it has a sort of, like earnestness and like a like a coke fuel of like earnestness energy or I, delusions i think it's it's got coke it's, it's all got this energy like that you can you can you can feel don't do coke guys this is the oh, ultimate no, this pretty good i'm gonna vouch for it <laughs> uh and it's, it's i just don't get that on this i don't i don't this does this album does not make me want to dance yeah, no, especially, again, like, going back to, like, even starting with Johnny Be Good, like, it was like, let's take a very eminently danceable, like, recognizable song and make it, like, so stretched out and, like, lazy and dumb that it just sounds like a fucking, like, like, cart, like, I don't even know, like, you're not gonna, nobody is gonna dance to that I shit. I think if I was in disco and this song came out, I would be pissed. Yeah. I yeah. Would, I would, this is the time where I would take a break <laughs> and go to the bathroom and snore coke, like, because it's, it's I'm not feeling it. I, I think I Put could on get... the fucking, uh, I could see myself so fucked like up at, cl- like, Studio 54, being, like, super fucked up, and, you know, Club I'm faces on I'm two a. next to, you know, Share or whoever else is fucking there, and I'm like, oh, Thunder in the Night. Who is this? And she'd be like, oh, it's the new, uh, you know, it's Elton John. And be like, oh man, this song fucking rips. And then waking up the next day and hearing it on the radio and just being like, that song is dumb. But yeah, I was definitely like really fucked up last night. And I yeah. Thought, so I, I don't know. It's like it's Heather. It's like when we went to Berlin and and you're at the club and you love techno. In that moment when you're fucked up on drugs. When you're on a lot of drugs. And then never listen to techno again. Nope. It's bad. Nope. This is an album for coked out idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and even they're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And you literally can't even disappoint those people because they think that everything's possible. All right. Let's keep it going here. We got some more songs to listen to. We barely have any more songs to listen to. I mean, yeah, that's true. We don't true. even need to keep it going. Listen, like, we've been talking. This album is so short and pointless. I, I hate to break it to you, buddy. We've been fucking talking about the short, pointless album for an hour at this point. No. So. We're yeah. going to start. Okay, so we got one more, three more songs, and this is one of those 
three songs, I guess. Uh, this one is Spotlight. <laughs> I like this one too. <laughs> You know what? I lied. I don't hate this record completely. <laughs> I do no, like I love that I song, like actually. <laughs> yeah, the fake claps are a really nice touch. That is touch. the best part of the whole album. Yeah. It's actually the most rhythmic. What's you say? Spotlight? Spotlight? Nightlife, Hot Spotlight. I Really Want to Dance Tonight or something? Yeah, this yeah, whole song is about how he's like, like the lyrics. I wrote down these lyrics. I know that the competition's heavy. I know that these guys are cool. He says that, in this? but I'll show this kid is more than ready. I'm sure I got some. I sure got something to prove. Right now, I'm just another guy. I don't mean nothing to them, but when they see me dance, when they see me dance. Do you have the lyrics right in front of you? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm Can literally looking them up. Okay, uh, okay. This part here. I like the beginning. I know that the competition. Okay, so. Mike, we're at band practice. Yeah. But hey, guys, I wrote this new song called Spotlight. The, the beginning goes like this. I know that the competition's heavy. I know that these guys are cool, but I'll show this kid who's more than ready. I sure got something to prove. Someone, someone had that conversation with Elton John. It was like, this is what you're going to sing. But I guess that makes sense. In Elton John's fucking whatever world you want to call it, uh, I guess that makes sense. He's like, yeah, this is very, I can identify with this big time. I can identify with this. I've definitely (laughs) been in a situation where I've been intimidated (laughs) and I just danced my way out of it. Yeah. Yeah, what? What would be your dance move that you would like shut down and... uh, an audience with uh i would do the little b cooking dance <laughs> of course that's how you would it's you, the only dancing i can do that's that's what the you only would dance do. i that's know what, what would you do dicky the only dance i can do is that thing that the backstreet boys do in that like um yeah no no the thing where they like flap their hands for the now. listeners heather is doing the backstreet's yeah. back yeah, you flap your hands down dun, and then dun, move dun, your shoulders yeah. all right. and then flap your hands yeah. It's all about the hand flap. Ow. That one? That's the only one I can do. I can't looks... even do that one. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't do it. It's hard. I'm trying to do it. All right. Should you even be allowed to review music if you can't do the back? <laughs> I'm a fucking musician. <laughs> well, I'm I mean, Come on. So you say. All right, oh listen. Oh, my God. This is another bad song on a really rapper. dumb album. Says the rapper. More like... <laughs> Like crap music, am I right? <laughs> Parentheses, uh, <laughs> C rap music. Jesus Christ. Get at All me, right. baby boomers. This song, I'm on your side. This song, the only note I have is that this sounds vaguely recognizable as a song that Elton John might have created. Which Even one? Even though he actually didn't. He didn't Spotlight? write anything. This is Spotlight. This is the one we're talking about right now. This is, you know what? This is another Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> This is actually, I don't know if you guys knew this. It was, I was going to wait for like the big reveal, but these are all Chuck Berry songs. <laughs> God, just another white man profiting off of the the talent of 
folks of color. Is dis- years disco is before. another genre stolen from black people, right? Oh, definitely. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, this is like a Donna Summer. Like, every single song on this album is like a Donna Summer, like, H side, you know? It's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's halfway down the alphabet. Like, we don't, again, we don't need this shit. Should we move on? We only have. Well, yeah, my only notes on the whole song were the, those lyrics I said, and then I wrote, it just keeps going. Yeah, exactly. So let's move on. Street Boogie. Street Boogie. I don't even know if that's how it goes, but I feel like I could make up the songs at this point. I think it's Street Boogie. Like, hot pockets. <laughs> right, we'll, right. we'll see. Street Boogie. I <laughs> uh, see. That's what I'm going for. All right, we'll find out. You know <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win. You, you, know, you can hear, you you can hear a little bit of old Elton coming out in the vocals a little Street bit. Boogie. He's trying a little bit right there, you I know? know. No, dude, what I kind of... I don't know. What kind of, hold on. Maybe, what, the, maybe what, I'm just giving him credit. It does sound like he is singing. Dude, <laughs> what so. kind of streets allow you to boogie to this? Yeah. Come on, street was... boogie? Well, I guess like, this is 79, but what? in the 80s, everyone seemed to be dancing, like, well, I mean, this you know, is dancing like... in the streets, but everyone's like, <laughs> I don't know, everyone no. was just like, it seemed like everyone was outside dancing all the time, according <laughs> no, this... to, like, all the music, you know? <laughs> this is like Sesame Street boogie, all right? This is some fucking, like, yeah. super sanitized PG Maybe, maybe were people just dancing in the streets of New seemed, York? It seemed like maybe it. that's true. Yo, hit us maybe up, Sesame you geriatric stoppies. Let us know if you maybe lived in New York in the seventies. <laughs> were people dancing were on the streets? Were you Oscar the Grouch? The seventies and the eighties are the like the the two decades that don't really make any sense when you go you look back at like the culture. It's like why was everyone acting this way? Why were why people? people why did people way? have these haircuts yeah. and then vote for Ronald Reagan? Well, not even that. It's just like a weird. <laughs> everyone was like a weird cheesy like I don't know like even this record it's just unacceptable to be behaving and like <laughs> singing like this like it's just I don't know I'm, I'm having a tough time explaining it but it just seems like everyone was so stupid back then and then you, you get that's you get records like this and uh it's just a really stupid album. It's, it's dumb. True. It yeah. makes you feel dumb yeah, trying but... to think about it in a creative and articulate way. Yeah. I think I think doing this podcast though it has made me reflect on that because I remember listening to the Bruno album and, and just being like, it's such a bummer. Oh, that's a perfect example. It's such a bummer that people thought this was cool. Well, that's I guess that's the thing is, like Bruce Willis thought that was like. That may, this makes sense to do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> this makes sense to behave Yo. this way, and like no one's gonna think I'm weird. This whole album is the soundtrack for white male mediocrity, but then <laughs> on cocaine. We say that every, every single time. Well, there seems to be a, a uniting thread here, which is that fucking white people need to sit the fuck down yeah, and stop doing things. I don't know, but Elton John was good for like. 12 years before this. Yeah. And then I think he was good from like, like the mid-80s on. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Well, you know what? I will say, uh, don't go break my heart, get stuck in my head like at don't least three times a week. 
for my entire life. It's yeah. an amazing. Uh, it's an amazing song. It's a great song. I think "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" is uh, is a fantastic song. song. Dude, Rocket Man, Benny, and the, Jets, Benny and the Jets, like so like, much. Think of the fucking... melodies on Benny and the Jets. Think of the vocal delivery on Benny and the Jets oh, and the way that he just like is all over that that shit. Just... Yeah, think about that. There's none of that here. He's it's. Think about it and then don't listen to this album. I mean, listen to the Lion King soundtrack. Yeah, yes. Taking care of business on. It's fucking true. You feel... Okay, listen. I like that they changed the lyrics, um, and like in the movie version, is different lyrics, but in the uh, Elton John version of the the, cir- the Circle of Life, he says, "It's the wheel of fortune." Uh, you know, I always remembered that when I was a kid. Yeah. And I was like, "How come they don't say wheel of fortune in the movie version?" Yeah, and I, I mean, I mean, I didn't know that. I don't know. I just thought he was referring to the TV show. Me too. Yeah. I thought the song was about Pat Sajak. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, know. listen. We only have one more song to review, and I feel like that's for the best. So, this is the final titular track of the uh, album "Victim of Love" by Elton John, or like by a bunch of other people. But Elton John sang the songs, kind of, <laughs> sort of, a little bit. Um, this is "Victim of Love." Here we go. There's a void inside me where my heart used to be. So this was a game you were just playing, and now I'm losing you. This is actually my favorite hook on the album. This is the one that stuck in my head. Victim of love. Are we victim all victims? Victim of love. Are you saying we're victims? You like that, Elton John? You like that more than a uh, woman <laughs> in a cold world? <laughs> See, that would be that's fucking in my head from now on. The the hooks really do stick in your head, but it's just because it's this it's the song title repeated over and over and over again. That like, and, and they like, don't even bother entire... with like more than one verse on some songs. Yeah, and it's just like a weird. It's a weird way to sing that, I guess. I don't know. It's like weird and dumb. <laughs> Wait, is it dumb though? It's stupid. Is it dumb? You know, though? But it's like, <laughs> like what if we just wrote a song called "Weird and Dumb" and the chorus is "Weird and Dumb, Weird and Dumb." Weird and dumb. Yeah, still wouldn't be as weird and weird, dumb as, weird, as weird, uh, weird that song. And dumb. I don't know. Boop, victim, boop, of love, victim of Love doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. It doesn't really. It doesn't get my rocks off. I would say Victim of Love, the album, doesn't really do it for me. No. No. I feel like nobody is satisfied. I, I believe that some of the lyrics from this song is about satisfaction. And nobody nobody has been serviced to completion over the course of this album. It's another song about fucking, but it's about fucking poorly. Fucking poorly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, just fucking in there the might gen- not be. I don't know. Maybe it's about getting broken up with. I can't tell. Who cares? No one put Who any cares? thought into this. Yeah. Nobody put any thought into this album. He, he, I mean, he throws everyone off by, uh, you know, Johnny Be Good right out the gate. It's like, you're throwing everybody off. What is this album, sir? Sir. Sir Elton. Yeah, it's really also, weird to me that they put that uh, that song first. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Another thing that I, I was thinking about on the way over here was, uh, so he was knighted, right? Yeah. The guy didn't write any of his own fucking lyrics. So you guys couldn't have found like someone else tonight that day. Yeah. I get like he's <laughs> like a great Phil Collins shit. maybe. Yeah, uh, something tells me he's a knight. <laughs> oh, is he really? Sir uh, Phil Collins. Maybe he is Sir I Phil Collins. Know. I don't know. Close, he might be. Yo, he might enough. be. They'll is, knight anyone over there. Is Ian Ripken yeah. a knight? Uh, you know what? He's a knight. Uh, 
it's like a smaller he's like a knight of oxford i believe oh a knight of i've heard about those i think you know, in England, they call vinyl records black waxies. <laughs> did you know that they call the remote control a smibbly bibbly? Yeah, I did know that. I did know that. <laughs> I don't know any other. Uh, any other See, at least something. somebody learned something over the course of this podcast. You know, we here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag smibbly bibbly. Get at us at the Twitter that no one that we don't use and no one else uses. Okay, so we we did it. We made it through this very like ag- aggressively bland <clears throat> pseudo disco album by Sir Elton John. Um, what are we going to be rating it? What is our what is our rating system for today? What is our si- rating quantity? Uh, do you have any? Oh, yeah. You're you're so our Dickie, guest, Dickie. So you're we picked like a British do... thing, so it'd be like three. You know. <sighs> So we go on Sea a scale of, or something like that. Yeah. Something funnier than that. We go on a Crumpets. scale from zero to negative five. Yeah. Zero to negative five. Of of so. any sort of quantity. I'm thinking. Z- well, no, it's our it's our guest. Is, 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 is that what we do? You don't That's what do we do. It? Yes. It's our guest. It's our Well, guest what was your suggestion? And then uh, maybe I'll I can. No, I don't. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. <sighs> you do yours. I'm on the spot, I can't think of anything. I mean, what would Ian Ripken say? Maybe like. I don't know. Um. Fuck. He was pretty hard to understand. Zero to negative yeah. five dinner creams? Oh, oh, you know what? He, they're really like breakfast creams over there, <laughs> I assume. Um, I feel like they're like figs and uh, toffee. Uh, it's true. They do. They, they do. Um, Fig and toffee buttercrisps? Yeah. Um, fuck. What is like the most British food? Um, boiled dinners. How yeah, about this that? boiled. That's Irish. Is it? I mean, it's all the fish and same. chips. Let's be honest. Scotland, England. Oh, bangers Ireland. and mash. Bangers, bangers and mash. That's, that's Scottish. Cool. What? It's definitely Scottish. All right. Uh, 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 game pies, meat pies. There we go. I like that. Zero to negative five. A two de meat pie. <laughs> A two de meat pie. Um. All right. Who goes? Should I go first? Or? I guess. All right. So zero being the best, negative five being the worst. Meat pies. I give it negative two meat pies. It's, I mean, it's shit. But I mean, if I gave it like a zero, would that mean I like liked it or? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like breaking even. Yeah. It's not like a zero, like. Okay. It likes as much as one could like. All right, you know, I'm gonna say negative two meat pies. Uh, it's a shitty record, but you know, it's got its moments. Like that a warm love in a cold world. That I mean, it's gonna be stuck in my head. And what was the other one that I really liked? Um, Bangers sh- and Mash. That one. <laughs> well, no, no, the uh, it, what Will was like? <laughs> what? No, 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 the song. Tubby Crumpets. Is that the song? <coughs> was that the Excuse one? Excuse me. Um, Tubby Crumpets. What was like the third to last song on there? <laughs> Does it really matter? No, it's uh, I, no, hold on, was it Spotlight? Or Spotlight. You know what? I like Spotlight. <laughs> the, the beginning of that song is so dumb. Can I just read those lyrics one last time before I die? <laughs> I know that. I know that the competition's heavy. I know that. I know that these guys are cool. But I'll show this kid is more than ready. I sure got something to prove. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's like pretty Stop much. Like, it. There's not a whole lot of lyrics. That's, that's it. That's pretty good. Well, well, great. <laughs> me, for me, 
Yeah, no, it wasn't so bad to listen to, you know? It didn't make me feel particularly annoyed. Um, I think, but as I said earlier, it uh, it offended my sensibilities. I really feel like uh, this album uh, is dumb and stupid, as, as Dickie said many times. <laughs> it is very dumb. Uh, the lyrics are bad. There's no thought put into the lyrics. There's no uh, effort put into the vocals. It's very perfunctory by the numbers disco played by people who clearly have no passion for the type of music they're playing. And if they do, like, they don't have any passion for this project. Uh, so, like, yeah, like, I don't know. It didn't make me mad to listen to it, but I never want to listen to it again because I don't think anyone who involved in the recording of this album wants to ever listen to it again. It's true. I, um... I can't be too harsh on it, but I can't really uh, give it a pass either, so I'm going to give it uh, two and a half. Negative two and a half meat pies. Excellent. All right, listen, meat pies are great. Um, Just want to say that. I feel like we can, like, unequivocally go on the record here saying that meat pies are great. Um, Yeah. They're good. I've never had one. They, Listen, they look when they make them pastry, the Great British Bake Off. It's so pastry much. It's so much meat. meat pastry and it's like plus all meat. like fucking weird pigeons and shit. They eat yeah, pigeons. It's know. weird. All right, this music is an audio equivalent of an Irish goodbye. Okay, nobody asked for it. Nobody's expecting it. Um, nobody needs it, and everybody's offended. So I would say I'm gonna give it a negative three, um, oh. mostly because um, it's a little bit worse. Then fine. <laughs> and fine is pretty offensive on this show. Fine makes me mad because I, again, I'm, I'm wasting my precious hours, whittling away my precious hours here in the fucking, uh, you know, in the wasteland, uh, I, I'm gonna in change, the nuclear uh, apocalypse. I'm going to change mine to negative one. Wow. Wow. Because uh, you really like Spotlight. Spotlight's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know. You know what? Get rid of, uh, you know what? Get rid of uh, Johnny Be Good. Get rid of, like, every song except for uh, Spotlight and Warm Love in a Cold World. Put that out as a uh, seven inch. And uh, not too bad. Bright lights! Spotlight! I wouldn't be listening. Oh, wait, that's a Madonna song, and that's a good song. Okay, so. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our incredible guest, Dickie Stock. Thank you, Dickie. Is there anything that you want to plug real quick that we should be paying attention to? Um, Do you do things? I got things coming soon. Nothing, uh, I want to say nothing I can talk about, but that makes it sound like way more important than it is. No, it sounds important. Uh, It's not. (laughs) Stuff, Stuff I can't talk about. But things that aren't particularly important. But don't matter. That probably won't happen. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, I have some friends, can't, like Kim Struble and Larry Nabisco. I guess just like check yeah, them check, out. Them out. Yeah, check them out. They're okay for right now. They're and, fine. Uh, you know, we'll see. They're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, they did good. Um, so let's plug our thing. Yeah, let's plug our thing. So the the next upcoming couple of weeks Wait, here. No, I'm talking about our show that we're gonna play on the 30th at Great oh, Scott. Oh, yeah, we're gonna play a show on the 30th at Great Scott. Yeah. Uh, Blame, Blame Shifters, Shifters and Deborah. And Deborah, and then a couple other friends, uh, Witch Cake and Mojo Rot. Apparently, yeah. our bands that we'll be playing with. So you can come to that. It's at Great Scott. This will be, be the fun. first time I've played a show with you that I wasn't rapping on. <laughs> That or that I wasn't wrestling on. Yeah, that's true. And here we are. And here we are today. Um, also, the thing that I was going to get very excited about was uh, up, upcoming shows. So I know we don't want to like peek too far behind the curtain, but I do want you guys to get excited because um, 
next weekend we're gonna be discussing an incredible album um an album that's that's pretty legendary in the bad album universe uh the shags philosophy of the world that we're going to be discussing with uh famous new hampshire resident uh andrew wiley of the high energy vintage and the old school game show what he doesn't live in new hampshire but he's from new hampshire and so are the shags Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know Get it that. The fuck together. So that's gonna be next week. Uh, then we'll be on a brief hiatus, and then after that, we're gonna have uh, VQ and Shay, the aka the Shitty Wizard, and Cheryl of the Boston League of Wicked Wrestlers will be coming in, and we're Woo. gonna be doing a fan choice white rapper roundup. So you'll be able to choose between a whole bunch of terrible white rappers that you can force us to listen to that makes sense because they love using white rappers on um wrestlers entrance theme songs in the wwe and also because both me you and Shayna have all been white rappers so that's true <laughs> we're gonna be talking about that we should wait. We'll we'll reveal it on the next episode. Okay. All right. So we have a whole bunch more comedians, local musicians. Uh, we're gonna do a crossover with another podcast that's gonna be coming here. We're gonna do. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A double header of recordings. We're gonna be doing an album that is so reviled by a fan, like an an avowed fan of that. Of a band, band that we already think is bad. That is already automatically bad, and we're like, getting is, him on. He likes this band. Is an endless punchline. And. and he, even he it's thinks really this bad. Thing, it's so. really bad. It's really bad. We have we have all sorts of really hilarious people that are going to be coming on. Um, even uh, an owner of a legendary local record store oh, for God, I can't wait for that for decades. Look, we gotta um, we gotta roll the roll put the, roll the yarn slowly. That's not a saying, but I'm making it one right now. <laughs> okay, roll that yarn slowly. We can't. So you gotta reel you it in slow. So thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in. As always, we are Heather and Mike and Mike for Make It Stop. Uh, and and, uh, we'll and Dicky Stock and Dicky Dicky Stock. Bye. Make it yeah. make it stop. On the count of three, let's just all do a little. A little bye. bye. One, two, three. Bye. bye. All right. See you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 